Okay, so it's Friday afternoon, and as everyone is trying to do, trying to get through the emails, trying to get through the backlog of work because it's the last day of the week, and then all of a sudden, bing, I get this email at my desk from Knifeware, and the video is literally called Sabering Champagne. So I start watching it, and then I'm fully invested. Then it's four minutes later, and I just thought, you know what? We're going to call Nathan from Knifeware and say, what is happening with Sabring Champagne? So on the phone, Video Star, how are you? Hey, how's it going? What did you do to my afternoon? I'm now researching and watching videos and watching you with sharp objects and champagne doing crazy things. What, what is the backstory to this? And tell me about your store. I'm very excited. Yeah, so <laughs> so if, you, if you've never savored champagne or even seen it done, it's the most exciting way you can open a bottle of champagne. If you, if you have a party and you savor a bottle of champagne, it's impossible to have a bad time. People say it dates back to Napoleon, you know, guys, victory, you know, opening a, a bottle of champagne with a sword. Who knows if that's true, but it's a trick that a lot of sommeliers pull out at parties or, or just folks who are kind of in the know, you know? So, okay, let's go back a step because I need to take a breath and calm down. You work at Knifeware. Tell me a little bit about that store and whether you have the proper utensils to be sabering champagne. Yeah, so we're down in Inglewood in Calgary and also in Calgary, Edmonton, Ottawa, and Vancouver and Toronto. But uh, we sell Japanese kitchen knives. Uh, So generally tools not meant for opening bottles, but for, you know, making dinner. Uh, however, we do sell uh, some champagne sabers at our sister store, Ken of Inglewood. And, and the cool thing about champagne sabering is you can do it with the back of just about any good knife or even a, a wine glass or a spoon or all sorts of things. There's, there's people that make, uh, make a whole career out of opening champagne in different ways. Now, I'm not going to try this because I will end up in hospital. <laughs> however, if you have a little bit more experience doing it, have you ever pulled this off safely? Is this something average people can do? Yeah, I've done it. I've done it dozens of times, probably close to 100. I've even taught num- numerous people how to do it. Um, I've only failed at it once, and it happened to be on live television. <laughs> so, you know, the time you want to fail, right? <laughs> and it, it's safer than people think, but you are popping open a bottle of champagne. There is some broken glass involved, so you want to make sure you take safety precautions and, and do it safely. Now, where can other people see this video? I got it right in my email, which is why I was obsessed with it and spending my afternoon watching a video on how to saber champagne on New Year's Eve. Can other people see this fantastic display of acrobatics as well? Absolutely. Um, We're actually going to post it on the Knifeware Instagram and TikTok. We'll have a little video going up uh, this evening, uh, just a 60-second version on how to saber champagne. But we also uh, have a video on the Knifeware YouTube channel. So it's K-N-I-F-E-W-E-A-R. And our YouTube channel mostly is uh, knife skills tutorials and tips on sharpening your knives. But we also have uh, some fun stuff like how to shuck oysters and open champagne to two essential New Year's skills. They are, they are important New Year's skills. And I'm going to admit something to you. And Nathan, now you're going to judge me harsh. But... I think probably I've reached the age of my life where I should have better knives because I still have knives from <laughs> that my parents passed down and I had them at university. So what kind of knives do you sell at Knifeware and should I have my tushy in there by now? Yeah, well, I think you should. Okay. Uh, we sell uh, <laughs> Japanese, handcrafted Japanese kitchen knives. And so the knives you have currently are awesome, right? Um, they are great workhorses and, and can do a lot of things. The cool thing about Japanese knives, they're made from much harder steel and they're made by expert craftspeople. So by comparison, they're going to get way sharper, and they're going to stay sharp a lot longer. 
Um, so at the very least, I recommend come down and get your knives sharpened because it'll make a world of difference to your kitchen experience. Having sharp knives makes you safer in the kitchen. It makes the cutting easier and just a lot more fun and, uh, and, and kind of gets you inspired to cook. And then if you get a fancy Japanese knife, that becomes your kind of, I like to say, like kitchen Ferrari. You know, it's a, it's a really fun, fast blade that can do a lot of really cool stuff. Um, and just great for everyday vegetable chopping and meat slicing. Um, but, you know, use your other knives. Keep them around. Uh, they're, they're a little tougher. They're going to be better for certain jobs, whereas the Japanese knives for me are kind of my daily drivers now. Hmm. Okay. And what's your official title if you are a, you know, if, if wine stores have a sommelier, then what is a knife expert? <laughs> we we like to say knife nerd because because mm-hmm. we like to be you know get really into the nerdy nitty gritty and learn all the facts so you don't necessarily have to if that's not your thing you know if you go and buy a fridge you don't necessarily want to have to know everything about wattage and and kilowatt hours and all this stuff you know you hope the guy at the shop would be able to tell you those things and help you make the right choice based on your needs and that that's what we do at knifeware so we know all the nerdy stuff so you don't have to if you want to you can nerd out with us uh knife nerd Nathan, then, what does someone like you do on New Year's Eve? Are you going to be sabering champagne, or are you going more low-key? No, I I will be. I'm actually going down to uh, Dandy Brewing because they're having a great party uh, with with pizza, beautiful pizza and beer and probably some champagne. Um, But it's very family-friendly. They do a countdown at 8 p.m., so, you know, we can get the kid in bed. Uh, and and maybe have uh, save her a bottle after she's in bed and uh, and have some champagne at home. Okay, an eight o'clock New Year's Eve countdown is brilliant for families. <laughs> it's genius. It's like that's right before bedtime. We'll we'll squeeze in there. Okay, that that's the best thing I've heard all week. All right, well, thank you so much for explaining sabering champagne. I've literally spent too much time on this this afternoon because I'm supposed to be working. <laughs> But I love that you jumped on a call with us, and now I'm going to uh, to have some more viewing time on it. So thank you, Nathan. Have a fabulous New Year's Eve, and I will thank now you. now I will look into shucking oysters. Yeah, well, I hope you go savor some champagne this New Year's. Okay, let's one step at a time. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Have a good one. Thank you so much.